It's time for Between the Pipes with Andrew Raycroft. Hey, let's go. There's going to be a lot of traffic on the way to the game. Ah, uh, don't worry. I got Bruins plate. People get out of my way. Au revoir. Have a good game. Great plates. I want them too. Are you even old enough to drive? Presented by John Sewer and Drain Cleaning. The name to know when your drains don't flow on WEEI. Let's talk some hockey with Andrew Raycroft. Brought to you by Shaw's and Star Market. Bringing people together around food. By John Sewer and Drain Cleaning. Names to know when your drains don't flow. By D'Angelo's Grilled Sandwiches. For a limited time, get 20% off your order using code 2020. And by Brennan's Smoke Shop, the very best smoke shop in Massachusetts and now in New Hampshire. Brennan's, after 30 years, expanding into tax-free Hudson, New Hampshire. He's also looking at handsome rinkside as well on Nesson, our friend Andrew Raycroft. Razor, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. I liked seeing you standing beside Linus, and you're a tall man. People don't realize this. <laughs> yeah. But it, oh, it, big but, lean though. Oh, big Oof. lean. He had like a now he had skates too, so that Helps. does add some yeah. height. He's but tightening. I mean, uh, Razor also wears skates when he's down there. Oh, do you yeah, really? Yeah. You got the, you got <laughs> yeah. the ones from the goon at WWE. <laughs> never, always ready. You never know when you're going to get that opportunity. Always ready. So but yeah, I need a box. I need yeah, a box you do. It's yeah. you're among the rare guys that would need the box to kind of tower over uh, Linus. But I mean, let it, it, it's insane what this guy is doing right now and i know we've said this before but 17 and one good lord this isn't just a heater right no this is this is bananas and to be able to like that game the other day and i talked to like you said i talked to him after the game and then off camera like how that's a tough game he's like yeah that's a tough game like you, you don't want that game as a goaltender coming back from las vegas playing within 48 hours a three-hour time change you know it's going to be sluggish. You know you're going to be sluggish. It's going to be hard to focus. You're already 16-1. and one. If you lose, no big deal, 16-2. and two. But he grinds it out. And, and I think that mental toughness that you're seeing and his ability to repeat those mental performances, let alone his physical aspects and talents, it, it's really impressive. And I think the other night was a sign of that, that to be able to grind that win out. What's a good number of games for a goalie to where you think they would be fresh for the playoffs? Like you, you want to maximize how good of a season he's having, and you obviously have a very capable second goaltender as well. And maybe it was a, the idea was fifty-fifty early on, but Olmark's played so well. They both got a little bit banged up at one point, but Gresh and I were kicking this around yesterday. Just what's a good game number for playoff start, and you feel good that this guy is as fresh as he possibly can be. Well, I think that number went up a little bit right this year just because Jeremy missed time early in the season. Now, I, so I, I don't think now, I don't think it, the game's a little bit higher. The number's a little bit higher. I think it's what you do in February and March and, and the start of April and how, you know, you really want to balance those games out. So if you back into it, I would suggest 47 to 50 games this season for Linus. If he gets... You know, and again, Jeremy's not out of this. He's going to be no. relied on. He's yeah. going to be important down the stretch in big games and home ice and et cetera, et cetera. But I think because of the amount of games Linus played early on, his number went up, and how good he's playing, he's probably closer to that number fifty number. Uh, Razor, I know you asked uh, Linus about practicing the shootout. You dealt with the shootout a little bit. How did you go about preparing for it? 
I, I really enjoyed the video. I thought video helped me a lot as I watched other players and their tendencies and how they came in. And, and the best shootout guys had three moves off one entry. So mm-hmm. they would come down the right wing, for instance. They'd come in and they'd be able to have three moves. A lot of guys didn't have that. A lot of guys would score on one move five, six, seven days earlier and try to go to the same move. So there was a lot of times where I felt like I anticipated what players were doing best. Practice helps in a game, but I think doing that video pregame, the pregame scout really helped me. Looking around the league a little bit, New Jersey, obviously a very surprising start, maybe more more surprising than even the Bruins. They have lost three straight games. Do you, do you see the Devils maybe falling down a little bit? I know the Bruins play them twice before the month is over, or are they, have they established themselves? Are there enough games where they are one of the best in the league? It's enough games to establish them playoff wise, but no, I'm not. I'm not buying them completely. And, and I would pick four or five other teams, certainly in the league, maybe even the Eastern Conference. I think they're the team that one of these groups, one of these organizations, seven, eight teams get in that are going to want to play the New Jersey Devils. They're going to want to. The bottom half of the Eastern Conference is going to want to avoid Boston, Tampa, Toronto. They're hoping to get that luck of the draw to play a New Jersey Devil team in the first round of the playoffs with the inexperience. That doesn't mean they're not good. Yeah. I just think they're the team that, that teams are going to want to play that are in the higher end of the league. So, so, yeah, I see them dropping off a little bit, much more so than the Bruins or the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, Andrew Raycroft of Nesson and, of course, here at WEEI, talking hockey with Gresham Keefe as he does each and every Thursday. Uh, Monty reunited the perfection line against Vegas, stuck with it against the Islanders. Um, is that uh, – what What do you make of that? Is it just a, a whole reading too much into it? Because you see Taylor Hall move up and down to different lines, and it doesn't seem to bother him. But I thought the whole point was trying to keep Krejci with pasta. Well, I think they they like to go straight to the perfection line with Krejci out. And, and he played in Arizona. He came back after an injury. Didn't play the last couple nights. It seems like the, like we're starting to get tendencies now from the lineup. It's been 25 games. We're starting to get those tendencies from the Bruins and, and what Montgomery likes to do. And if Krejci's not in the lineup, he likes to put David and just keep that perfection line together, like you said. Seems like Taylor Hall, Coyle, DeBrusque is where they want to go at times as well. Taylor Hall and Coyle seem like they've paired up. And then the emergence of Pavel Zaka being able to play second-line center has really changed this lineup from from years past where you're wondering who that second-line He's the guy when David Krejci's not in the lineup, and, and he's been able to solidify that group. How tough is it to battle complacency? I think we talked about it even a month ago, and – they hit a part in the schedule where they faced a lot of really good teams, so I think that may have made it a lot easier at that point. Like, oh, here comes Tampa, here comes Florida, here comes Carolina, Colorado, Vegas, all those teams. Now that that's up and, you know, Gresh mentioned Linus's record, the home record's off the charts, and they still have so many more regular season games to go. So what are some of the ways they could kind of combat that as the season goes on? I, I, and I, that's that's always my concern. Um, but this team seems to really have a handle on it. I, again, I, I go to this game the other night against the Islanders. Like that's a that's a schedule loss as you're ever going to get at home. And they they still got into the game. They didn't play very well at all, admittedly. But they still take a lot of pride. And the and the Heat turned up at the end, and they found a way to grind it out. So. 
uh, you, you know, at some point they are going to lose three in a row. I'd say, like, I just feel like whether it's overtime or shootouts, like, things aren't going to go their way, but I really feel like they have this complacent. It's almost like their only focus now is not to get complacent. It's That's how good they are at everything else is that literally it's every day is, okay, we're not getting complacent. And I guess if you can compartmentalize that as a group and just focus on that every single day, it, it, it's manageable. So I, I – I get the sense that they that's what they're really dialed in on, and, and they want to continue to get better every day. They're really on a mission. Razor, uh, you mentioned the name Jake DeBrusque. I know uh, had two against the Islanders, had a shootout goal as well. I think it's now 21 or 22 goals in his last 45 games. What do you make of this guy's season that he's having so far? And I guess you really can hate a coach that much. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I, I've definitely hated coaches that much. I, I don't think I did a, you know, I, I didn't get to stick around as long, though. That's the issue. And, and I think Jake did, you know, he got criticized last season, and, and I wasn't sure if he'd be able to pull through it. But, but he did last February, and he, he put it aside. He was able to, to really, somebody got a hold of him. Somebody at some point in February last season was able to, to really get a hold of him, and he, he ground, grounded out. He got on the top line, and he helped out down the stretch, but this year it's a different player. This year, his ability to play 200 feet and his ability to really take what he's learned from Patrice and Brad seemingly at the end of last season and and bring it through all the lineup. He's not just doing it now when he's playing with Patrice. He's doing it when he plays with Coyle or Zaka. He's bringing that forecheck, that speed game. And, And again, certainly he's happier uh, the other night I interviewed him before the game. I completely butchered the first question. We had to start over, which is the worst thing guys want to do. Uh, Listen to another interview guy. Completely butchered it, but he's laughing at it. He's joking. He's making fun of me. I think he's just in a better place overall. And, and whether that's the chicken or the egg, I'm not sure. But, but he's happy and, and he's playing a, a complete game for this group. He's taking on a leadership role. Uh, the latest from Morning Skate, no Hampus on the ice. You know what's, uh, what's going on there? Uh, not sure. Okay. Not sure. Uh, uh-huh. I know there was a bit of a – not everyone was feeling great after being on the road for five days and Got everyone it. flying, et cetera, et cetera. So I'd lean that way because nothing happened during the game that would make me think that it's injury-related. And just as an aside on him, I mean, he's – whatever it is, 30 games into the season, he's got to be a Norris finalist, doesn't he? Or maybe I'm just a homer, but he, the season he's having has been ridiculous. It's it's ridiculous, and and he's got it to the point now. Similar to Linus, similar that to this whole group that he plays twenty four, twenty five minutes a night. He's plus two, one assist, and it's like ho hum. You don't yeah. even you don't even right. think of it right. anymore, the, you know. And it, but meanwhile, that's that's dominant for ninety seven percent of the rest of the league on the back end. So yeah, he's mm-hmm. got it to a point where he's in cruise control at an elite level. Razor, anything more to the Islanders game other than tough spot coming off the road? No, no, no. I they 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 were in a, a position where, and I you know I think they're still trying to defend a little better. I think they're still trying to work on scoring chances tonight. They should score a bunch of goals against this LA Kings team. Uh, they give up a lot, but but no, nothing to read into that game, positive or negative. I think it was just an absolute grind fest. Uh, you mentioned the Kings and that the Bruins should be able to score a lot. What can you tell us about this uh, group from L.A.? So they have, they have good forwards. They have good offensive capabilities. They've been in some shootouts this season. They have 
They still have the Anze Kopitars. They still have a core group of guys that won those cups, similar to the Boston Bruins, where they have their veteran guys leading with young guys coming in. Uh, their goaltending has struggled this season, so that's a way the Bruins can get at them. Uh, but but they're a, they're a playoff team in the Western Conference and, and certainly need your attention. Uh, Razor, who goes into the tickle trunk this week? Pavel Zaka is going in for me, guys, and I, I mentioned him earlier. And, and again, the tickle trunk is kind of getting boring, just like the Bruins winning every it's game. It's all good. Like, yeah, yeah, I like to like, find like the call up guy or the thirteen, you know, something. But these guys, they're just rolling out the same lineup every night, and the players are so good. But I think Zaka deserves a lot of credit for solidifying this top six. I think there's been so many questions about it the last few years. I liked Eric Halla last year at times, but Zaka's bringing in a different thing. And I think going forward, looking to the future, Pavel Zaka's a sixth overall pick. If you can have him and have the way he's fit into this, this role as center, he could be one of those top two centermen that the Bruins have been looking for post-Patrice David Krejci. Uh, anything uh, we need to know? What are the, what's the experience been like for you, uh, rinkside? Good, bad, indifferent, fun? Are you loving it? Are you ducking? What's the deal? No, I'm enjoying it. I, I like being – I'm back in the mix, right? Like, I'm underneath, and I'm seeing the guys and seeing trainers from the other teams and different coaches and things. So it's been, it's been enjoyable. I'm trying to get my reads positive, get them cranked out perfectly, and, and then trying to add into to the hockey mix. So it's been, uh, it's been a nice change. It's, it's a good little adjustment for me, and – and I feel like I'm in the mix. So it's always good to be in-game. You're a little more, little more on it. All right, there, there we go. Good. Our buddy Andrew Raycroft. Razor, thanks a bunch, friend. Appreciate it. We'll uh, catch you next week. Awesome, guys. Thank you. Have a right. good weekend. There you goes too. Andrew Raycroft. You'll be able to uh, catch him tonight rinkside.